Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, I think it's fair to say this once great nation of ours is in a mess. An ageing population that politicians won't recognise or make provision for. A global shortage of healthcare professionals that politicians ignore. Crumbling infrastructure politicians didn't repair. Industrial relations neglected by politicians. Climate change, public debt, law and order, global population movements, wars, all of it overwhelming political leaders who have no idea how to resolve any of it. Amongst the public, a growing sense of unease, decline in trust and an exasperation with a whole miserable shebang. Management by headlines, deflecting attention. Like focusing the nation on the meaning of the word jihad, it actually means struggle or threatening experienced NHS leaders for a cheap newspaper headline. Anything rather than get on with the real challenges. Micromanaging is so much easier than governing. Identify what's wrong, work out why, explain it to the public, decide on a course of action and deliver it. How hard can that be? Making long-term policies for the future? No chance. What's done today is concerned only with the headlines for tomorrow. Policy choices and trade-offs between the short term and the long run. These are called intertemporal choices, the choices we make having a consequence for the future. A parliament can't last longer than five years. If it can't be done and fixed in the short term, it doesn't get done. Timing has a huge role to play in policy making. Add to this the toxic and unparalleled ability that Prime Ministers have to restructure departments of state and choose who will run them. That's how you end up with a cost-driven chumocracy. Blair established three new departments. I seem to remember Gordon Brown rearranging five departments, David Cameron allowing Lansley's lunacy to cripple the NHS. And after the 2016 EU, refer EU referendum, May announced two new departments, plus the merger of the Energy and Climate Change and Business Departments. Impact assessments, business cases, consultation, research, scoping, nah. The bigger the department, the more difficult it is to focus on lower priority issues, time bombs ticking away that eventually explode, RAAC concrete and wage restraint, for example. Who runs the departments? In recent years, blind loyalty seems to be the only qualification. The manoeuvres in the Labour Party, ousting Corbyn, leaving a Labour front bench of Starmer loyalists, few of whom have any qualifications for running Leviathan departments of state. The Conservatives have ricocheted through leaders and strained the concept of loyalty beyond all known elastic limits. Plato argued that democracy meant rule by the ignorant, or worst, rule by charlatans that the ignorant people fall for. Ouch. Well, Trump, Brexit, Hungary, Turkey, Johnson, you be the judge. Hush. Well, elections don't discriminate on the grounds of lack of knowledge or experience and are likely to amplify our prejudices and play to them. Hence the popularity of populism at the polls so to speak. An alternative is described by David Runciman in his book How Democracy Ends. It's a good read. It's called epistocracy, 
ruled by the knowers. We are where we are because of the colossal failure not of democracy or politics, but by politicians. In the US, there are over 300 million Americans who could become president. But it looks like it'll come down to a choice between a charlatan or the senile. Here, the Tories have little prospect of a win and Starmer will arrive, unprepared, untested and under the impression that not being a Tory is enough. It's not. His team of novices can't be worse than what we've got. Don't be so sure. Silly boy Streeting has waged war on GP partners, insulted managers, is hell-bent on reorganising the NHS, all funded by taxation changes that are a mirage. Expect another five years of chaos. Time for epistocracy? Well, NHS England are the knowers, and they are an independent arm's-length body. Is it time for independence in action? Time for the knowers to step forward? Leaders to decide independently and coalesce around what needs to be done and how to do it. Take it out of the hands of the meddlers and amateurs. The service should agree amongst itself a plan for the NHS, for recovery. When, how and what it'll cost. Previous policies have all but destroyed the NHS. It structures its morale and the ability to respond. Politicians have served it badly, and there's no indication the current crop would do anything but make things worse. Tell the political parties and the public, this is our NHS plan. This is what we can do for you. To get the NHS back on its feet, back to where it belongs, so back it. And for us all to vote, for the political party pledged to deliver it. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.